and welcome to Biblical Tapestry Season 6, Episode 16, A Study in the Book of Jeremiah. Biblical Tapestry is a podcast where we explore how the Bible is its own commentary and how the gospel is thoroughly woven from Genesis to Revelation. In this episode, we see where the people of Judah never even tried to hide their idolatry, including placing idols in the temple itself, and they were following even the most hideous and deplorable practices of the nations around Judah. The consequences of disobedience is God's wrath, and God has had enough. This episode, we'll look at the Valley of Slaughter. Now, please note that today's episode speaks about ancient pagan practices. That may be a very difficult subject for younger ears. Please note accordingly. All right, let's turn to Jeremiah chapter 7, starting at verse 30, and we'll look through chapter 8, verse 3. For the sons of Judah have done evil in my sight, declares the Lord. They have set their detestable things in the house that is called by my name to defile it. And they have built the high places of Topheth, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to burn their sons and their daughters in the fire, which I did not command, nor did it come into my mind. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when it will no more be called Topheth, or the valley of the son of Hinnom, but the valley of slaughter, for they will bury in Topheth, because there is no room elsewhere, and the dead bodies of this people will be a food for the birds of the air and for the beasts of the earth, and none will frighten them away. And I will silence in the cities of Judah, in the streets of Jerusalem, the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, for the land shall become a waste. And at that time, declares the Lord, the bones of the kings of Judah, the bones of its officials, the bones of the priests, the bones of the prophets, and the bones of the inhabitants of Jerusalem shall be brought out of their tombs, and they shall be spread before the sun and the moon and all the host of heaven which they have loved and served, which they have gone after, which they have sought and worshipped, and they shall not be gathered or buried, they shall be as dung on the surface of the ground." Death shall be preferred to life by all the remnant that remains of this evil family in all the places where I have driven them, declares the Lord of hosts. Back to verse 30. For the sons of Judah have done evil in my sight, declares the Lord. They have set their detestable things in the house that is called by my name to defile it. Judah had done such open evil by placing idols even in God's temple. The very place that they acknowledged where God dwelt, they placed idols. King Josiah was dead, and his son Jehoiakim, placed on the throne by Pharaoh Necho, was not much better than his great-grandfather, King Manasseh. In Second Kings 21, verse 1, Manasseh was twelve years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hephzibah. And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to the despicable practices of the nations whom the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. For he rebuilt the high places that Hezekiah his father had destroyed, and he erected altars for Baal and made an Asherah, as Ahab king of Israel had done, and worshipped all the hosts of heaven and served them. And he built altars in the house of the Lord, for which the Lord had said, In Jerusalem I will put my name. 
And he built altars for all the hosts of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. And he burned his son as an offering and used fortune-telling and omens and dealt with mediums and with necromancers. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. And the carved image of Asherah that he had made, he set in the house of which the Lord said to David and to Solomon, his son, In this house in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. Judah was repeating the horrendous actions of the past. Verse 31, And they have built the high places of Topheth, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to burn their sons and their daughters in the fire, which I did not command, nor did I come, nor did it come into my mind. There was a fire pit in the valley of the son of Hinnom called Topheth, which in Arabic means fireplace, that had been built for the sole purpose, for the sacrificing of young children to one or more deities. Likely this included the worship of Moloch. No matter how repulsive these actions were, this was a popular cult in Judah. Many such places have been found, including the Phoenician colony of Carthage. When that was excavated, evidence included bones and ashes buried next to the fire pit. Now, God had strictly forbidden any kind of activity like this. In Leviticus chapter 20, verse 2, Say to the people of Israel, Any one of the people of Israel or of the strangers who sojourn in Israel, who gives any of his children to Molech, shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. I myself will set my face against that man and will cut him off from among his people, because he has given one of his children to Molech to make my sanctuary unclean and to profane my holy name. And if the people of the land do at all close their eyes to that man whom he gives one of his children to Molech and do not put him to death, then I will set my face against that man and against his clan, and I will cut them off from among their people, him and all who follow him, and whoring after Moloch. God places a huge value on children. Psalm 127.3 says, Behold, children are heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. God is life-giving and not a life-taking God. The practice was abolished by Josiah, but apparently reinstated by his son Jehoiakim. And now the valley of Ben-Hinnom is located south of Jerusalem, outside the city wall. The name probably came from whoever owned it previously. And after being a place of human sacrifice, the location later became a garbage dump for the city of Jerusalem most likely because of the repugnant reputation of the valley. In the New Testament, it would become known as Gehenna, which became the name of the place of eternal punishment in Jewish thought. Gehenna in Greek, but we see it as hell. Verse 32, Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when it will no more be called Topheth, or the valley of the son of Hinnom, but the valley of slaughter. For they will bury in Topheth, because there is no room elsewhere. And the dead bodies of this people will be food for the birds of the air and for the beasts of the earth, and none will be frightened by th- frighten them away. 
And I will silence in the cities of Judah, in the streets of Jerusalem, the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness and the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, for the land shall become a waste. The very place that they had sacrificed their own children, the people of Judah will meet the same fate executed by the Babylonians. The valley will be renamed the Valley of Slaughter, as it will become a massive burial ground. The numbers killed will not allow all to be buried, and the corpses will become food for birds and wild beasts. This is already anticipated back in the book of Deuteronomy. If they would not obey the voice of the Lord your God, or be careful to do all his commandments and his statutes, this is what's going to happen. Deuteronomy 28:25, And the Lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. You shall go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them, and you shall be a horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. And your dead body shall be food for all the birds of the air and for the beasts of the earth, and there shall be no one to frighten them away. Many will be denied the dignity of burial, and this was an unspeakable horror to that culture. No note of joy was going to be found for Judah, because it will become a wasteland. In chapter 8, verse 1, At that time, declares the Lord, the bones of the kings of Judah, the bones of its officials, the bones of the priests, the bones of the prophets, and the bones of the inhabitants of Jerusalem, shall be brought out of their tombs, and they shall be spread before the sun and the moon and all the hosts of heaven which they have loved and served, which they have gone after, and which they have sought and worshipped. And they shall not be gathered or buried, they shall be as dung on the surface of the ground." Death shall be preferred to life by all the remnant that remains of this evil family in all the places where I have driven them, declares the Lord of hosts. So we have more descriptions of the carnage and devastation that will overtake Jerusalem. During this time in history, victorious armies would often desecrate the graves of the conquered foes as a deliberate insult and to demonstrate contempt of the beaten enemy. Desecration was extremely objectionable to the Hebrews, who somehow linked immortality to a proper burial. The bones of the people that worshipped will be exposed to the heavens of which they had forsaken God to worship. Survivors of the siege that was coming would wish that they had rather died instead of being taken captive. We can look at what happened to King Zedekiah, carried out by the Babylonians. In 2 Kings 25.5, but the army of the Chaldeans pursued the king and overtook him in the plains of Jericho, and all his army was scattered from him. Then they captured the king and brought him up to the king of Babylon and at Riblah, and they passed sentence on him. They slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes, and they put out the eyes of Zedekiah and bound him in chains and took him to Babylon. Now, this likely ends the sermon that Jeremiah gave at the temple gates and he will be arrested and tried for that sermon in our next episode 17 we'll look at the arrest and trial of Jeremiah as found in chapter 26 I hope you will continue following season 6 as we continue to follow the career of Jeremiah and the historical accounts around his ministry Biblical Tapestry is available on Facebook and Instagram and I encourage you to please like and share this podcast if you've learned something new about God's word May God bless you this day.